Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue with our Provoke the Pastor series, in which our Heritage Bible congregation poses questions to our pastor, Jim Harris. This week's question is important to every believer. How can I know I'm saved? Some true believers struggle with doubt, while some who are not saved, who should doubt their salvation, steadfastly believe that they are saved. In 2 Corinthians 13.5, the Apostle Paul advises the Corinthians to examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Please listen to today's slice of this week's message as Pastor Jim assists us with this examination. It is important then to ask, how am I living? What I say I believe is, I'm trusting in Christ and Christ alone to be my Savior. I'm trusting that I am in Him. I hear the voice of my shepherd in, in, in the Word of God. But how am I living? Of the people that I have known who have professed some kind of relationship with Christ, say, I'm a Christian, or I believe, or, or whatever it is, and then they come to doubt their salvation, I would say one of two cases is in play almost every time. First, and the most crucial one is, if you are doubting whether you're saved, let's stop and revert back to the first question. What do you believe? It might be that the reason you question your salvation is you don't have it. And just because you hang out with Christians, just because you, oh, you might even be a radical and have a Christian bumper sticker, just because you say you have that, do you? Do you really believe? So you might not be saved. And if, if you are being convicted of sin and righteousness and judgment, that's the Holy Spirit at work in your life to call you to the Savior, to say, you need to be saved. But let's assume now that we have reviewed the gospel. You do understand what, it, what the good news is, that Christ died for your sins according to the Scriptures, and He was buried, and He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures, and you are, and you are trusting in that. Let's assume that's settled. You know all of that, but you're having doubts about whether you're the real deal. Even though you say it, even though you, you, you absolutely say, I believe that, and you do believe that you do believe it, so you fall into the second category, which is by far the most common reason for doubting salvation. It is either that you are clinging to sin or you are clinging to your feelings, and both of those are a problem. If you aren't diligent to make sure that you are living according to what you believe, you will get off the track. And if you claim to be saved, 
but you are choosing to live by the standards and the, and the attitudes of the world, well, you should doubt. Because if you are saved, you won't want to be like you used to be. There's going to be a battle within you, but you're going to want the right uh, things to come out. So, ask yourself, well, how then am I living? And let's go back to, well, I know a, a pretty good one here. Um, well, I was supposed to say Romans 8.1. It didn't. Okay, let's go back to Romans chapter 8, verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation. So if you are believing in Christ, you belong to Him. Remember, 27 times in the book of Ephesians, the key phrase is, in Christ. You are in Christ. So when you are in Christ, but you fall into sin, be it an overt act or a desire or, you know, what the battle is, your conscience is going to fire up. Your conscience will nag you. Your conscience is a gift from God. The word conscience, both in the English, which comes from the Latin, as well as the Greek, it means basically to know with. It takes what you know about the truth and it compares it with what you're doing. And if there's an incongruity, the light starts flashing. The, the warning goes off. Your conscience should and will bother you if you're a Christian and you're in sin. And, by the way, the Holy Spirit has promised to convict you. He will want to bring you back. God loves you so much, He will want to chasten you and get you back where you belong. But when you are having a guilty conscience, when you're being convicted by the Holy Spirit, that produces feelings which can make you wonder if you're truly saved. You need not to act on those feelings. You need to deal with those feelings in the right manner. Maybe you're saying, wow, maybe, maybe I didn't really turn from sin to Christ. All right, see question number one. Let's nail that down. What does a sinner need? need? A sinner needs a Savior. Who's the Savior? Christ is the Savior. Are you trusting Christ? Yes, I'm trusting Christ. All right, then let's move on beyond that. Why do I feel unsure? Why do I feel guilty? See question number two. How am I living? And maybe you're saying, well, I've been over question one. I believe that. But maybe I don't believe hard enough. Maybe I don't believe well enough. Listen, I promise you don't believe well enough. You don't believe hard enough. The question is, do you believe? You're in or you're out. It's binary. You can't be a little bit saved. You can't be partly saved. You are or you aren't. So let's make sure that's settled. Maybe I can illustrate. Almost 50 years, I stood next to Marcia, and I made out loud some profound promises. She repeated them right after me, and we made those same promises. And we walked out of that ceremony married. All right? You are or you aren't. We are. 
nothing we can ever do can make us more married. I'm not going to talk about polygamy here. That's not what I mean, all right? You can't be more in a relationship. You're in it or you're not in it, all right? But after a half century of practice and experience, Marcia has gotten a lot better. Wait a minute. We've gotten a lot better at knowing how to live according to the covenant relationship that we are part of. When you committed your life to Jesus Christ, by His grace, you were saved. Nothing you can do can ever make you more saved. Nothing you can ever do can undo the finished work of Christ in saving you. But day by day, with more and more practice and experience, you can do a lot better at living out the faith in which you stand. You stand in His grace. You stand by faith. You are secure in Him. So like in a marriage, in a similar fashion, in your relationship with Christ, practice and experience makes you better. We call that progressive sanctification or spiritual growth. You get more and more like your Savior the more time you spend Him, spend with Him, just as you learn to love your spouse more effectively with practice and experience. But you know what? When your conscience is bothering you, you feel guilty. Is it because you are now condemned? No. It's because you're having a feeling in response to the work of your conscience, the work of the Holy Spirit. How do you know that you are forever forgiven in Christ? Well, let's go back to question number one, all right? Now, suppose you're a murderer. Now, according to Matthew 6, you are, but suppose you've actually murdered someone and you got caught and you were tried and convicted and you were sentenced and you got the death penalty and your execution is scheduled for next week. But suddenly, there comes a letter from the governor. You've been pardoned. The execution is canceled. Your entire sentence is commuted. You are free to go. The gates swing open. You step out into the world for the first time in years. You start into your new life. You move into a temporary place that has been set up for you by the grace of those who provided it. You start your work on the new job that's been set up for you. And then a few weeks into your new life of freedom, you decide one day, I don't feel pardoned. I think I'll go back to prison and wait to die. Now, what do you think your family and friends would say to you? They would grab you by the shoulders and shake you and say, but you are pardoned. Act like it. You can't undo the pardon. The, the condemnation was all taken on Christ when He cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He was taking your sin, all the wrath of God that you rightly deserve for your sin. He took it all. So if you're in Him... 
no condemnation. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.